One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello one and all, and welcome to Behind the Glass, your weekly automotive podcast hosted by two rather uninformed enthusiasts. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I'm Sam from the YouTube channel Seen Through Glass. I'm Tony from Gravelwood Car Sales. And you can watch us each week. We hope you enjoy the episode. Now, I have no idea when this episode is going out. <laughs> or how it's going to go. Or how it's going to go, very importantly. Um... If you're watching us on YouTube, you'll see that we are in a hotel room in Lieda, Spain. And if you're a regular listener to this podcast, you'll know that, well, we met here on two separate road trips. Uh-huh. And either we put out the first episode from this hotel room last week, or we put it out about three months ago. I, yeah. d- I just don't know, but we're we're traveling a lot and we're, we're banking episodes. And we had the idea of sitting down, just doing a bit of a Q&A because... Not that long ago, we ended up doing a Q&A on Recast, a live streamed Q&A did, yeah, at the end yeah. of one of our episodes. And we really enjoyed it because people were just asking kind of wacky old questions. And we thought, oh, it'd be fun to do a Q&A. It's been a while. It has been actually a very long time since we've done one. And we put out an Instagram story about an hour ago, basically saying, send, send juicy questions. You know, we get a lot of the sort of, what should I buy for 25K? What's your dream five car garage? What's the one car that got away? Hey, look, all interesting questions, but we, we answer them a lot or we address them a lot. We wanted the, the out there, the quirky, the weird ones. Mm. They can be serious or they can be funny. We don't know. We don't care. We just said, send in your questions. So I have a phone here, which has <laughs> questions coming in all the time. There's people are still submitting them. And the way this is going to work is, well, I'm going to have a bit of a scroll. I'll just launch some questions at Tony or, or at both of us. We'll keep going for a while. And then I'll hand Tony the phone and he'll launch some questions back at me. Just basically whatever... Whatever. whatever takes our fancy. Yeah, whatever really. takes our fancy. So yeah, welcome to uh, a behind the glass Q and A, a raw, unfiltered, un um, edited. Yep, <laughs> slightly unplanned Q and A. So going to open up the phone straight in. Gasoline culture, absolute legend. I've got to read the names out, have we? I think so. Okay, boy. I feel like you'll forget, but I'm going to try. I will forget. Yeah. Have all the best cars already been built? Discuss. I'm going to say no. And the reason why I'm going to say no is because these manufacturers are very, very good, however they flower it up, at making the next model better than the previous model. Yeah, we can all have an opinion about that. It doesn't look quite as nice as the previous model and it hasn't got an NA engine. But as machines, they always make a better car than the previous one. I would agree. I think cars are getting better and I think EVs are getting better and better. Yeah. Do I desire car or, or will my desire for cars continue to grow? Do you see what I'm trying to say? Like, I think my favorite era of car is mid nineties to late noughties. Uh, fair enough. But they're also some of the worst. <laughs> like I'll put my hands up and say that- They the, are the worst. The Enzo is probably the worst Ferrari F car, Ferrari hypercar, but it's the one that I would have out of all of them, probably. Well, I mean, that's the only thing we probably agree on, and it's the only thing you'll get me to say that a 90s car- 2000s. 2000s. Oh, sorry. Well, it's close, mate. Yeah, yeah. It's, for the, you, it's old. So it's who, old. who cares the when it was The fact is old, but if I could have any car- That's old. That's well, just in general. Oh, really? And an Enzo is right up there, mate. Right up there. Yeah. Um, right. I'm going for a controversial one. Oh, like these. Don't ones. stir the pot too much. Go on, mate. Geron, Geron. What happened between Tony and TGE? Just lost touch. What happened? Yeah. We just, just don't really talk anymore. Yeah. Busy with your own stuff. Yeah. It happens a lot, I think, on social media because obviously, uh, and people ask a lot what happened to the, you know, the famous five, uh, the OG YouTubers. Yeah. Why don't we collaborate more and blah, blah, blah. I think 
you go through stages, obviously, of working together a lot with somebody or being in the same circle or doing a lot of the same stuff. And then life tends to take you in a in a different route or a different path. And I was speaking to Paul about this the other day that because we did a collaboration when he bought his R8. We yeah. used to film three or four times a week together. Yeah. Literally three or four times a week. Yeah. We still speak on a daily basis. Yeah. But on YouTube, we don't do too much together anymore. So it's one of those weird things that I think people get invested in the relationships online and then yeah I guess, well I, I i think online always perceives something that something isn't i think when you see two people online you just automatically think they're friends it's like when you see some actors act in a film oh they must get on they probably yeah. never talk to each other again yeah and uh, online as, as that as that real perception of that like oh everyone's just friends but Half the time, just colleagues. Yeah, you know, like, like, for sure. Or you just don't see each other that much. Like, yeah. Like you, 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 I'm so friendly or uh, get on very well with so many people within the YouTube space, but might not see them for two or three years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then obviously we do a video. Like Misha. Yeah. Misha, when I filmed the Nurburgring, I had not seen him since 2019. Fair. When I did the Carrera T lab. Yeah, yeah. But we speak every now and again. Four and we years, well yeah. And we're, so anyway. Yeah. Um... That GT4, what does Tony honestly think of Sam's choices of cars, past and present? Uh, past, shocking. <laughs> he knows all this because I tell him. Yeah, but go on. People like um, to hear it. Present, uh, he's got the best car he's ever had, and I've said that as well. The 360. The, the GT3, really... not the 360. <laughs> go on, sir. You can have a little bit of a scroll. I'm handing the phone over. See what you find. Oh, let's have a look here. Then. Let's try and find. Oh, it's, all, it's all what does what's Tony? What's Tony? Uh, okay, well you can hand the phone back in a second. Sa it doesn't. Have, it can be one for us. It doesn't have to be one that's specific yeah. to a person. Thing is, Tony's going to be so well, uninterested in your Will questions. the 992 GT3 RS be considered a future crash classic? Ooh, well, I'm going to have to say yes, because all RS models have been, and, and look at like a 996 3RS now, look at a 997 4 liter or whatever, you know. I, but it's too soon. I mean, yeah, it'll be a future classic in 20 years. I mean, yes. Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm gonna say I yes. I mean, they, 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 all, they always, RS cars, they always eventually become classics. And actually... We don't actually know what's going to happen going forward in terms of combustion cars, do we? You know, they, we might not be able to. We might not be able to put any petrol in them in yeah. twenty years' time. They might, might not be build, allowed to. Might be all going the bin. And then it's an art piece, and that's a pretty aggressive art piece to have in your house, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Tony's and Sam's celebrity crush. Oh, <laughs> I've, I, 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 I can think of it right now, and I probably know what your one is as well. Yeah, but you're going to get mine wrong, actually. Okay. Because mine's changed a bit. Go on. Right. My one, I can't pronounce her name. And it was you who pointed her out to me because you had a crush on her. And she is amazing, by the way. What's that name? That in The, the bong bon, bon girl. Anna de Armas. She is the prettiest girl I've ever seen. <laughs> you know, you should watch a movie. Um, oh, it's got Ben Affleck in it and she's naked the whole time. Oh, lovely. She's like just nude in the yeah. whole, deep water, I think it's called. But do you know why I think I, I like her as well? Is because in that movie, she's got like a bit of something about her, a bit, a bit in of, the Bond film. Yeah, she's yeah like, it's a great character. Yeah, it's, it's a, a great, great character. character. Yeah. A really great yeah, yeah, character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really struggle with celebrity crushes. You know, remember that great uh, <laughs> advert with Peter Kay? Yeah. When the wife goes... Come on, love. Like, if you could have, you could have one night with anyone. Who would he go? No, no, there's no one. Go on, one night doesn't matter. I don't care. No, there's no one, babe. It's just you. Could. Go on, just tell me one. He goes, Claire from work. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, uh, hmm. I always go to Scarlett Johansson. It's a, like an old school one, but that's just like always my go-to. Scarlett Johansson. I've got one here for you. Oh, go on. This is it. a controversial one as well. Question for Sam. I can't pronounce your man. Not really a name. I'm very sorry. Who's the better YouTuber? Doug Demura or Shmi150? Doug Demura. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Tim. Because Tim will hear that. I, I, Tim knows how much I respect him and how, uh, 
enamored I am by what he has achieved. Mm-hmm. But Doug, I think... Do you know why I say better YouTuber? That's so aggressive. God, I've just launched straight into that, haven't I? You've done a me. Because Doug has literally not changed from day one. His video is exactly the same but format. It, but as Tim? Tim has evolved. Tim has evolved in okay. presenter style. Not really editing or format, but just he has evolved. I, 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 I don't really know Doug is as in I know who he is but I don't know I don't watch his content so is he is he is he he's probably got more subscribers I don't know is he different in the way that he is his, are his videos more like you or they're more no like- no no no. very similar format very similar format okay, to, to fine, Tim fine. He, he literally stands by a car yeah more often than not statically for 80% of the video talks through the quirks and features so he'll get a Carrera GT and he'll tell you something weird like did you know that at the CD player, actually, you have to press these three buttons to turn it oh, on. Oh, like, right. Just like fun, wacky, interesting right, stuff. okay. But he's always had that same formula. And the fact that he's been able to grow such a big audience without having to reinvent and evolve okay. is why I think it's, that's what I think is amazing. Right. But what about on the flip side, is it not easier to grow a YouTube channel in America than what is in the UK? No. Really? No, I don't it's not. So. I don't think. I don't think it's easy. I don't think it's easy anywhere. I don't think it's easy anywhere. You could say that there is a a bigger audience, but audiences worldwide. My main channel, the US, are nearly my biggest demographic. So right, okay, are I can't, they? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty much even the UK and wow. the US. There's three or four percent between it. Um, I think there was a sudden gr- growth spurt in US channels three or four years ago that okay. took them all on to million plus sub levels where supposedly the UK crew that were doing the same and at the same level never had that growth spot. Yeah. But Doug is like Shmi, he's been doing it for donkey's years. Right, okay. I don't know why I say he's the better YouTuber. That's actually probably unfair. But you've said it now. I've said it. I'm not going to backtrack. No, no. But I, I, I have to go with my gut. And that was my gut. So sorry, Tim. I love you to bits. You're amazing at what you do. He is actually but very I'm, good at what he does. He's, he's unbelievable. He's a machine, he isn't he? But clearly I think Doug's better. <laughs> <laughs> oh god I'm really good I'm going to message Tim straight after this and just <laughs> um okay uh Gaia Kariakos what car would you choose for your daughter supposedly she was 18 years old today we both have daughters uh slightly different ages but neither of them 18 no nowhere near so it's hard to know yeah the question is if she was 18 today you are in a position Tony where you could spoil your daughter. Mm. You could easily put her in a Boxster. But you I won't be doing that. So what would you do? She will She will work for her comic. I'll help her, of course. But she's going to have to earn her own money. And she's going to have to... Because she'll appreciate it more. So... Um, but would that be... And it's hard to know now because it's very far in the future. Yeah. But would you say, right... As long as she's in something safe, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't particularly care what she was in. New as as or was, used? It would be used. Yeah, wouldn't be brand new because she probably wouldn't be able to afford that. Hating, like I said, I will help her, but I won't be. She won't. I won't be going out and buying her a twenty-five, thirty grand new car. No chance. Whether I can or not, I wouldn't be. I, she won't. She won't appreciate it. Yeah, and she'll probably smash it up anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I. I. It's so far away from me, for me. But I would like to think that I would do something similar where it'd be like, oh, I'll pay half or something, you know. <laughs> pay the road tax. Yeah. <laughs> God, that'd be my dad's oh, but, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Ben MK said, are all YouTubers envious of Tim? Clearly not, because I just slagged him off. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Johnny Connor. I mean, this is this. everyone just wants the goss. Everyone wants this, the dirty goss. Any YouTubers you really don't get on with? The same to you. No, I think you can mention it as well. Any YouTubers I don't really get on oh, with? I don't really like any of them. I only like you and Paul. <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, but, but it's not my space, so... Actually, not liking that... For me, that's aggressive. That's not aggressive, that, yeah. Not liking... I, I don't not like any of them, but I can't call them my friends. You and... Poor my friends. Yeah, that I, 
I am really, st- and I'm not fluffing it. I'm struggling to think of people that I don't like. There are people that I don't talk to. Yeah. Like I, or, or, or don't have a relationship with. Yeah. But I can't think of any that I don't like. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> I think what, I'm just going to say one thing. YouTubing is such a lonely profession. You might think that's a weird thing to say, but it's an incredibly lonely profession. You speak to yourself all day behind a camera. Literally. Yeah. Spend your life speaking to yourself and editing yourself and just pumping out to numbers online without actually ever really connecting with anyone. And because it's such a weird job and a lonely job and a demanding job, when you meet someone else who does it, there's an immediate connection and respect. No matter what you think of their channel, their output, you might watch the channel, you might not watch the channel, you might be into what they film, you might not be into what they film. It doesn't matter because they're also a YouTuber. So you just get on. Um, there's just that complete level of sort Doesn't of, mean you have to like them. No, as in like, I'm not going to say, let's go on holiday next week. Yeah, but yeah, if yeah. I'm at an event or a dinner party and I sit next to someone who's a YouTuber, more often than not, because we've got that major thing in common, we kind of click pretty Well, quickly. the major thing in common as well, by the way, is cars. So, yeah. and you, we can all talk to anyone about cars. Agreed. Can't you? Um, but what I'm saying is YouTubing, even if they're not a car YouTuber. Oh, got you, got you, got you, um, got you. Luca DPS. Why is Tony so out of touch? Because I'm old. <laughs> in terms of, I mean... And rich. That, is that what he said? <laughs> well, I think it's more like... I think maybe what they're saying is like out of touch of the car world, but I don't, I'm not really, I'm in it. You're in it. And I think I'm not out of touch <laughs> talking about you're out of touch with what a lot of people like. Yeah, I think but that, but that's fair. You know, we've all got our opinions in what we like and, and what we don't like. And like I said, I'm a lot further down the chain than most of you lot. So my opinion will differ because I've been in it a lot longer than you lot. It, you know, I've been in. I've been been around cars ten odd years longer than you. So our opinions differ. Although we like a lot of things the same, we do have different opinions. Because I'd like to ask you some of these questions in ten or fifteen years' time and see what you say. Fair people will be saying the same thing about you. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, miserable. Don't like cars. Got the ump unless it's two or three years old. Yes, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Club Sport Forbes, how do you feel about dealer surveys? Do you know they severely impact salespeople's income? Uh, I don't think they severely. I mean, what's severely? Severely is not getting paid. So is, th- is that, um, you're going to get a call from BMW in a couple of weeks, just asking how you got on with the experience and what you thought. I would love it if you gave me a nine or a 10. Is that that? Yeah, well, I guess that's what he's saying. I mean, they, they do get, slightly penalised but it's not severely I mean they still get their money they're just you know there'll just be a bit of, bit of bonus money that they wouldn't necessarily get or they've got to get a certain amount of reviews back to get some bonus money so I don't, I don't think it changed their life I mean I don't get paid like that so yeah it's different because you're not in that world yeah but I, I have to be honest I don't do them nor do I when I get that call I'm sorry yeah. sorry I'm, I'm yeah yeah that might be harsh. Uh, last one for me before I hand the phone back to you. Who's got the best watch collection? This comes from Nick Parks. And what and which of each other's watches would you have? I've actually been noticed you've been watching, wearing the Cartier a bit more recently, haven't you? Yeah, well, the... This is a tank? Yeah, so the... Uh, I have two Rolexes and they're both being serviced. Ah, okay. So the one Hence that, why you've got the Cartier. Yeah, so the one, the one that I wear all the time normally... That's never been serviced. Yeah, that's yeah. never been serviced, that watch. I've had okay. that 10 years, that watch, wow. and it's never been serviced. So I took it for service. And equally, I sent my other one in as well. So, But I'm not a big watch man, sure. as in I have three watches, um, and I'm, 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 not a, I'm not a big watch man. I do like them, but yeah. Yeah. I'm, you I'm, like them more than me, I think. Yeah, I'm massively into watches, but aesthetically, I'm definitely what's called like a... Uh, an armchair watch enthusiast. Like yeah, uh, I am nowhere near knowledgeable, knowledgeable enough on references and ages and dialed. Like when they launch a new, th- I'm always like, I either like it or I don't. Like yeah. I, I really don't drill down into those details. Um, but I have weirdly amassed a, a handful of, of watches over the last few years. I've I got three or four Tag Heuers now, a couple of Omegas. I've got a Jaeger Reverso. Um, 
I'm really into those. Like those are all like flashy bits. I'm really, really into anything sub 500K. So 500K. Let's <laughs> catch up. 500 pounds. Pound. That's my obsession is finding, yeah, either niche sort of special one-offs or or 80s or 90s watches sub 500 quid. Fair. That's well, I mean, really my obsession. That, that watch... That watch game, by the way, can get very expensive. Well, it can get to 500k quite easily. Quite quite easily. Yeah. And and as well, they're very bullish, especially uh, some of the big brands. Oh, my they're God. Wor- they're, they're worse than the car brands. The manufacturers saying, you've got to buy this and you've got to buy that to get that. And, you, you know, you wait two years for one. No different to Ferrari and Porsche. So, you know, they're aggressive. I'm handing the phone back to you, which is always a bit dangerous. Uh. Um, but yeah, I, I often hear that with watches that they, and especially like Rolexes, don't don't even answer phone calls. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to get one. F- ah, ah. <laughs> right. This is this is quite good. Sam, do you prefer Sam or Paul to travel with? Tony or Paul? Sorry, yeah, Tony okay. or Paul to travel with. And as a follow up, why is it Paul? <laughs> I know you want more than you. That's actually a very good question. And I don't know if I've got a definitive answer. You're both completely different on a trip. We are, yeah. Paul, Paul, I'll give you a real inside, insight here. But yeah, Paul firstly drives at 50 miles an hour everywhere. Or sorry, that I should clarify. He drives 20 miles an hour under the speed limit everywhere. So it takes a long time to get anywhere with the pool. It's quite hard to get him excited about a road and like spirited driving and stuff. Yeah. So everywhere he goes a cruise and that, I don't love that. So I often just sod off and leave him, which means I'm then hanging around waiting. Um, but we've done so many road trips together that I do still enjoy it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, like, like Some of my favorite trips are trips with Paul. So even if he is Captain Slow, I, I do enjoy it. He's funny in a hotel. First thing Paul will do in any hotel room is draw the draw the blinds, yeah. close the curtains. So <laughs> he lives sit in like on a dark TikTok. hole and then sit on TikTok. Um, and he's a bit of a a bit of a couch potato. Like, like he's a bit like plod plod plod. Paul, you know, he, he'd be, hang out like yeah. long chat. Yeah, sit at the bar, sit at the restaurant, sit yeah. by the pool, like car spotting, car spotting. Yeah, like, yeah. Ne- there's never much urgency. But that's quite nice. It means you end up having quite in-depth conversations with Paul. Like, mm. I do always feel like we bond quite a lot on our yeah, trips. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whilst with you, I think we're a lot more similar. In we, terms of driving and In stuff. terms of driving, yeah. in terms of where we like to stay, we have yeah. a similar taste in hotels. Yeah. We like f- to stop for food, we like to stop for having yeah. a nice lunch, we yeah. like a little coffee break. Like, yeah. We're very similar in the way that we go about our trips. Yeah. Um, and like when neither of us are big drinkers and stuff like no, that. So go to bed at 10 o'clock. Yeah, it suits us to yeah, like have a nice yeah. dinner. Yeah, you yeah. might have like, half a beer or a glass of wine yeah, and then yeah, like right two in the morning yeah. yeah yeah where I think you know Paul probably would stay up a bit later having a few more beers having put yeah. in like and so. wake up at midday yeah I I think I would choose you depending on the trip we were doing do you know what I mean yeah that, that's what I yeah. choose but you're both and actually, pretty epic to do and, and actually do you know what that flipped on the other side that would be my answer okay it, exactly if yeah, it was so. if it was uh, if it was really based around cars then it would definitely be you. If it was someone to go for a night out with and be stupid with, it would be Paul. There's a reason why I took you on Milo Milo and not Paul. Oh, mate. <laughs> that would be a disaster <laughs> game. Yeah, oh, mate. That would be terrible. Right. Um, best and worst press launch you've ever been a part of? Oh, I'm going to land some people on it. <laughs> That's uh, why I read it out. <laughs> yes. Um, what's it called? Uh, Done him. Uh, not ostentatiously, like... Subjectively, objectively, which was what's the difference? Objectively, no idea, mate. I'm well, not the really Rolls Royce Cullinan launch was about as Rolls Royce as you could get. Okay, it was in Wyoming in Jackson Hole, most beautiful location ever at an Aman Hotel, which is some of the most fancy exclusive hotels in the world. Yeah, we had two or three days. We were flown in. You had activities like cowboy horse riding and safariing and. We went sort of off-road, like we could kind of do what we want. JWW and I went bear hunting. Like it was, there was like a ranch with them. Like it was, that was fairly unbelievable. Yeah. But also completely over the top, not really about the car, very ostentatious. So I sort of take it with a pinch of salt. The worst, the worst, the worst. Hold on a sec, hold on a sec. There have been, oh God. I'm, I'm struggling to think right now, but there will be some whole uh, You've told me of a couple oh, down the years. Uh, can you remind me of any? Because I'm like genuinely like struggling. Like 
which ones have been a disaster? I'm like racking through my brains. Ferrari ones are always pretty good, but very basic. It's like, here's the car. They give you a four hour briefing, no joke. You literally go the night before and you sit in front of a presentation. You get brainwashed. It's, but it's horrific. It's not brainwashed, it's boring. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're in a fairly crappy hotel and it's like they go off, apart from the Purusang way where they went all out. Um, I don't know. I, I, can't, I generally can't name like a particularly crap one. The Continental Supersport was a bit weird. Okay. At Silverstone and three laps around Silverstone. Okay, that's weird. And I was like, not interested. Don't, don't get it. Yeah, yeah. But they gen- generally, they look after you, right? Generally, they're amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's the quickest way to get a journalist in your back pocket, fly them to an amazing hotel, yeah. beautiful roads, yeah. great food, great hospitality, kind of do what you want. Um, oh, I can go back. Okay, sorry. McLaren 720S. <laughs> yeah. Original launch. Um, I'll, this is going to really like, it's not going to stir any pots. No one's going to care. But in the build up to that, it was one of the first press launches that multiple YouTubers had been invited to. And we all sat down and went, right, what's our plan here? How can we create different content? How can we not overlap? Let's work together. And we worked very closely with McLaren. And I had had signed off a video that I was going to drive my 540C to Rome where it was happening and do a piece about the cheapest McLaren you could buy and the newest, most expensive McLaren you could buy. What is the difference? What's the entry and the exit point? You know, blah, blah. All pre-approved, Gregory. As it got closer, uh, started to notice that there was a little bit of sort of vagueness going on from the McLaren team. I started to ask about logistics and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the night I arrived, I was mm-hmm. asking, how do I get my car to that location? But, um, yeah, let me just, uh, I'll just have to go and have a, a chat at 11 p.m. at night. I'm texting saying, just need to know what's happening tomorrow so I can plot out what I'm shooting first. No worries, mate. I, I, I'll let you know tonight, if not first thing in the morning. Go down to the cars. And you hate that. He would be, he would yeah, be it's my fuming worst it's my about worst that. Yeah. I need to go into a video knowing what I'm filming. Yeah. Get down to the cars. Um, hey mate, yeah, really sorry, but we just can't do the comparison video. So you just need to do a straight test drive. <laughs> so uh, done you in. Done me in. I was fuming. I was fuming. The event was amazing. Yeah. And I just wished two weeks before when I started sniffing that something was going on, that the person had just said or the team had said, look, we're not that comfortable with that. Yeah. Can you just do a straight test? Because I would have had plenty of time to plan. Yeah, yeah, fair. This is probably a question for both of us. Please. What is the most overrated current car at the moment? Um, I did think about this the other day. I could tell you what one of the most overrated old cars is, or one of the most disappointed old cars. E30 M3. says current car. I mean, that's aggressive. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean... That's, that's not current. Okay. Well, I'll just leave that bombshell and then let everyone attack me in the comments. <laughs> there you go. So you finish you off all the M owners. Current. Current. Not 1965. It's not 1965. I've got one. Still. You go. I, I, go on. You go. That stupid 9-11 Sport Classic Oh, thing. you've just done that to wind me up. No, I, I don't think it's overrated because no one cares, mate. No one's rating it. So it's overrated. No, but it's not because no one's rating it. No one's coming out apart from me going, that's the best thing since sliced bread. I can't stand I think most people go like, what's the point in it? So ha ha ha, ha ha ha. You've tried to wind me up. I wasn't trying to to push my buttons. I can't, I genuinely cannot stand that car. Although, one positive thing, I saw one around the M25 the other week. The bloke was, I think he'd stole it. Oh, really? Mate, he, he... He might have based on London crime. He was absolutely flying in it flying he was yeah what a great but no it's no i'd have one every day of the week okay i'll I'll give you three and let you decide which one you think is the most overrated i know you're what you're going to say one of them oh go on which one the 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 gordon murray car no 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 no. (laughs) i'm not making that mistake alpine a 110 right yeah. I was going to say the Toyota GR86. Well, that's controversial because you said you like that. I do, but I'll explain. Right. And... You drove that. You've driven that car, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. And I've driven an Alpine A110. Wow. And what's the other one that journalists go nuts for? GT4 RS. <laughs> Actually, so G- the reason I can say GR86 is I worry it's going to be one of the things that no one's going to drive, that media like me are going to go mental about. People aren't going to be able to buy because there's basically a limited button. And fundamentally, that's a great, fast, cheap car, but it is still a cheap car. Like, I think there's been so much hype about how it drives. You know, 
it's almost like pretending like that car is more than it is. It's great for what it is. It's, it's the best thing for what it is. And I love yeah. it and I adore it, but okay. that's what. Uh, Alpine A110. But you think it's overrated because of that? No, I think I think it's too much hype is what okay. I mean. I, I don't think it's overrated. I just think there's too much hype. It's, okay. Um, I think most people, if you get it on a beautiful twisty road, it's going to deliver. If you drive it for a two mile test drive from your Toyota dealership, you might be like, what's all the fuss about? Okay. Um, Alpine A110 we've sort of touched on before GT4S that's where I'm laying my money I can't I, I, I mean I I can't disagree with you and the biggest problem with the GT4RS is the GT3 because online it's 50,000 quid cheaper it's a better car 250 grand people are asking for 4RSs for, for a for a Cayman uh, you, know, you can say it for a Cayman yeah you know, let let let's peel the layers back. I mean, it is just the Cayman. I know it's a very good Cayman, but it is just a Cayman. It's a brilliant car, brilliant. But I have now spoken to, I'd say, a handful of people who shared our experience of it's just a bit like too oh, much, just yeah. a bit too much. Yeah. Even Misha um, was saying that he he didn't love it he'd spent yeah. a, a few times driving the 992 gt3 then he went and did the three rs track day at spa yeah then got in a four rs and was like oh yeah no i can see why mate i yeah. can see I actually see why okay um tanir why does tony not use private registrations never really been into it lots of people have asked me that before in the part i just never really been into private re- mainly because i don't really ever keep my cars long enough How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. By the time I put the plate on, I'm selling it. Yeah, I was. Gonna, that's what that was going to be my answer. Yeah, is that it's just too much hassle for you to. Yeah, literally keep shopping around, chop and change. Yeah. Um, Matt Johnston, have you or Tony bought a car to impress women? If so, what cars? I mean, you can tell by the cars <laughs> I've owned. That the answer is simply no. Or if I had, I got it horribly wrong. Oh, I mean, I've ne- I've never bought a car to impress a woman, but. If you are going to impress a woman, I I guess an Aston Martin. You're not wrong. Or a Jag. Not not a Jag. Yeah. Hey, an proof is in the pudding. Martin. I got married, mate. Oh, I t- when I met <laughs> what, Vicky because of the jag. jag. I met Vicky when I had a Jag. I'll tell you another one that women like. And 
I know because I've owned one. They absolutely loved my AMG GTR. Really? Yes. That's surprising. Yeah, I, I would have just random women coming up to me in the petrol station saying that's a really nice car. And it never happened to any other car I had. At more than one occasion. Maybe the Mercedes badge. Yeah, it must it. be. Yeah, yeah. And R8s. Audi R8s as well. I think there's another one. There you go, people. There you go. <laughs> Update your Tinders. <laughs> um, so everyone just wants to us to dish dirt on automotive YouTube. Of course. so many questions like, which is the content you like the least? Who's the biggest dick? Who broke up the YouTube guy? Unfortunately, it's just not enough, like as much goss as I think you all hope. Like, yeah. Fundamentally, and we've spoken about this before, everyone's just busy doing their own thing. Like we pretty much all chat. There's like WhatsApp groups with loads of us in. Like we all speak fairly regularly via DM or WhatsApp. And if we don't speak, we end up at so many events together. You do just feel like you stay in touch. Like I have a tiny, tiny friendship group. Like I can count friends that I actually like like, on my hand for sure. So I'm very bad at staying in touch with people, but I also, I hope I'm easy to get on with. So I see people around and about and I I like everyone. I get on with people, but- I just, don't, I just don't speak to people a lot. Yeah. And I think everyone assumes, because we're not filming, and we touched on this earlier, like, people are like, oh, what's happened between Tony and TG? What happened to yeah. Where's Archie? Like, yeah. did Tim... There's unfortunately not the yeah. goss that I think you're all dreaming of. People just either, like, aren't speaking as much or lose touch because people yeah. are busy. And I, I, I wish I could be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> Archie did a poo in my F-Type. But, like, yeah. just... I'd like to do that. Just didn't, <laughs> hey, that's hard. It didn't happen. Um, now, there, I saw a few questions here that I thought looked pretty good. Uh, hold on a sec. Um, someone said, have you been close to a crash during a press drive or on a press event? Um, uh, no, no. I mean, 296 GTS was hairy, but, um, but th- it happens a lot. Yeah. Big, big crashes happen a lot on press drives. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a question about money. Here we go. So there's two questions about money. One from LD81. How much do influencers really make per month, per year? More than they let on, question mark. And then Florian. Sam, do you think you can make enough money if YouTube doesn't exist anymore? So um, lots of people are interested in this. Um, I think, so firstly, how much money can you make? It, it's literally... How it, much hard work you put in, yeah, like any other job. Yeah, it varies massively. Yeah, There are 100% YouTubers still clearing easily 150, 200 grand plus per month just from YouTube ad revenue. Yeah. E- easily. Yeah. And then there's also YouTubers that you might think are making that kind of level. They are actually making two or three grand a month. Yeah. Um, there's a huge amount of variation depending on what sector you're in, how advertising friendly you are, what type of content, how long your content, how regularly you're putting it out. Everything is decided on minutes watched. You know, there's so many, which country, which country your viewers are from. You could have 5 million subscribers. If they're all from the Philippines, your ad revenue is going to be far less than if they're all in America because brands are spending less to advertise in the Philippines than they are in America. It's so complex and convoluted. Yeah. Um, So... And then you've got brand deals on top of that, right? And then you've got brand deals on top of that. And you chop and change different brand deals. So everyone will be familiar with the, this episode has been sponsored by, yeah, or yeah. let me just tell you about our sponsor and those sort of 60 or 90 second ads, which are becoming yeah. more and more popular now. They can, again, range from 500 quid for one integration up to, I've heard people being paid thousands, 200 grand for yeah, one integration, yeah. I've heard, for, for stuff like that. You get uh, ongoing ones. Uh, you also have the bigger campaigns. So... Uh, where you work with a brand for three or four months, make a, a storyboard content, or you're an ambassador. That again, it's so like it, honestly, there is no way for me to say to you if you're getting a million views, you're making a thousand quid. Yeah, that's that. You, we used to be able to say that. It's not possible to say anymore. So, as Tony hit the nail on the head, like any industry, you just got to work. Yeah, and if you're going to get into it, be prepared to work your absolute tits off. You get out what you put in. Yeah, it, simple as that. You, Same as any other industry. Got to slave away. Um, and the second question, which is about if YouTube suddenly disappeared, is it still sustainable? Yes, because my, for me, ad revenue is probably twenty percent of my annual income. I, I, I would say twenty twenty five percent. So if it suddenly disappeared, if YouTube said, "Oh, we're going to stop paying you." I can already think of three or four different ways that I would make up that that loss of income pretty quickly. Yeah, fair. Um, anyway, so I should have teed up another question. Um, we've spoken about manuals. Uh, what Will we be forced to drive automated cars in the future like we are being with electric? That's from Marcus Sim. 
We won't be forced. We we won't we, we won't need to be forced. Just get in them. Just, <laughs> well, it's kind of already happening. You know, the amount of you know lane change assist, yeah. and radar guided cruise control, and you know it's it's all there. But yeah. do you think you can see a situation where on the motorway, uh, driver, please now activate automatic motorway mode well they've got the technology haven't they i think the biggest problem at the moment is if there's a crash who pays for it as in Fair. Uh, you know is it the driver's fault still is it the technology it, it's a very very gray area isn't it i think i i think all the technology is there yeah i think you know i think that's the biggest problem if there's a big pile up who's paying it is it the first car's fault is it the third car's fault is it the driver's fault what driver's fault is it you know because there's so many different scenarios that could cause a crash right we all know that so i don't think it's going to happen anytime soon by the way the technology is there i'm with you uh final one from me before i hand you the phone is it disingenuine or disgenuine disgenuine disingenuous anyway when a YouTuber says they have purchased multiple cars, but they are funded by others. Now, I don't know if you mean funded by other people or funded funded by banks, because obviously, uh, at least- Your in the house U- is funded by a bank. Yeah, at least in the UK, like, hey, look, I, uh, you all know I finance my cars through Magnitude Finance, have forever. The 360 I've owned for seven odd years has, you know, continuously been financed through Magnitude during that period. So maybe you're meaning that, maybe when we say, oh, I've bought a, uh, it's actually not, that truthful um or yes, are, you saying, car, are you saying yeah, yeah because there are uh, there are channels where people have silent partners um uh that will purchase cars for them or they'll go into a, a business relationship or business arrangement where they'll share the cost of a car um or get the exposure to pump up values or whatever mm-hmm. it might be so um i think it happens everywhere i think uk there are a, a couple that i can think of us there are a couple of those I don't necessarily think it's massively because it's don't forget YouTube channels are businesses and are brands. Yeah. And whilst we try to be as honest as possible with you and uh, as natural as possible, and that's the USP or, or I guess the IP of my channel, that's my brand. Yeah. Other brands present a different image or presenting a certain image. And therefore that might be one of, a wealthy collector or whatever it might be and and good on them. If that's, yeah. if they've built that business. Maybe, I, I, maybe the collector doesn't want to share his cars, but he, he, sorry, maybe the collector wants to share his cars, but he doesn't want to share himself. Yeah. I'm trying to give it a, another example. It's like McDonald's. McDonald's saying all of our beef is sourced by beautiful Irish, beef. Irish, amazing. Yeah. They just don't tell you it's the eyelids and the yeah. toenails that yeah. they've put in a washing machine and blown up with water. So yeah. it's just really clever branding. So I, yeah. You may be right that they're pulling the wool over your eyes, but but that's brand like that's marketing and branding. That's the whole point of what they do. So I actually think it's very clever. I don't think it's necessarily something that needs to be like, oh my god, I can't believe it. Is it um basically don't believe everything you see and read. Yeah, don't believe yeah. One hundred percent. Do not judge your own life by what you see on social yeah. media. I think that's more the point. Yeah. Is that just remember when you're looking at a professional influencer, God, I hate that word. They are professionally doing what they do and they are presenting an image to you. If you're looking at your mate, fair enough, if your mate is just full BS <laughs> and he's just like, you know, he's gone to a random car park and said, oh, look at all my cars. Call him out. But yeah, professional influencer who's saying, I'm staying at this amazing hotel. I'm always on great holidays and I love life. Like, then yeah. he, po- he probably doesn't love life. <laughs> yeah, probably slaving away on the and content. he probably can't wait to get on. Yeah, I'll let every little little browse see what you can ask. Uh, These are great questions, everyone. Thank you so yeah, much for yeah, those of yeah. you that submitted them. Hopefully, we're answering them in a in a way that you wanted to. As I say, I, I know people are looking for us to dish dirt, but I wish we had some more to dish. We should mm. think of some. We should maybe we should make some up. Was it? No, we can't do that, mate. That'll be fun. Worst car you've both experienced. Worst car. Yeah. Could we agree on this? Could we do a three, two, one? And I don't think we're no. Okay, we're not going <sighs> to. You go first, mate. Because well, the one that I went to immediately, Model X, and come at me in the comments section. All the Tesla fans. We did drive on about seven or eight years ago. Maybe not that long. Six or seven years ago. About six years. ago. And it was falling yeah. apart as we were driving it down the road. Tesla actually got in touch with me recently. Did they? Yeah, a very lovely lady at Tesla saying that they'd love to put me in a car. And I said, look, I'm actually quite keen because. 
we've sat here slagging off Tesla for quite a long time and I haven't actually driven one for so long. It's probably not very fair of me. So that's up there. Um, I, there's a few cars that I've been disappointed by. I don't know if I could call them the worst. The worst car yeah, I've like, experienced. Yeah, like worst. Flipping hell. It's not many bad cars these days. I mean, I'd have to go like really back to my youth. Man. Yeah. That's yeah, a, yeah. It, it's, it's a long, 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 long time ago. Um, uh, ah, this is, this is actually a good one because I thought, all the others. I've, I've thought about this many times. Less power, less weight, more power, more weight. Less power, less weight. I agree. Now, what these manufacturers always do is they always try and top trumps the previous model. So the headline is more power. This does this and it does this. When actually what they should be doing is concentrating on weight and less power like GT3, like many other cars, and they're just as fast. Yep. But the problem is is because it's all about marketing and branding, is that if... if 1,200 horsepower. Yeah. And 5,000 kilos. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If, if, if Paul should bring a GT2 RS, for instance, the previous model was 700 horsepower, and the, the, the new model was 600 horsepower, they go, oh. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, It might course. well be faster, yeah. but it's always about brake horsepower. And, and 100%. That's gone off. Oh. <laughs> open it back up. That's a good bit. Because um, we've been scrolling up and down. I know, you've seen I'm, some repeat ones. I, I don't know where we are. Well, it doesn't matter. Just, just have a little scroll. I'll entertain the viewers with a song in the meantime. No, don't <laughs> sing for God's sake. Uh, okay. For you. Drive a 360 CS for 10 years for free or one hour in an F1 car? Oh, CS. I've done one hour in an F1 car. No, you haven't. <laughs> I did three laps. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, the CS. Because... The CS. <laughs> the, the CS because... No, because the F1 car, like... I would chop off a limb to do it again, 100%, and I would like to build up to it. But even then, like... What's the purpose? Like I, I've done the, I did my, I achieved my childhood goal of driving a Formula One car. Okay, fine. For uh, for three laps. But in an hour, I'm not going any faster. Yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, 10 years in a chance to drive for free. Like, hello. Hello. Um, this question for me. Why is Tony getting a 296 GTB and not a Spider? Oh, that's a good question. Well, because well, I want a coupe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I want a Spider. We touched on it in that previous episode uh, after your road trip, Ferrari spiders just do have a, a tad more flex. A bit more roll. Yeah, a bit, a bit yeah. more roll. Like the, the, and I think they've dialed it down even less for the GTS, but they, they, they just do than some of their competitors. So you can tend to notice it a tiny bit. Uh, yeah. And uh, not just that as well. The car I really want is obviously the special series. For sure. That That's the car I want, but... The Pista or Speciale of the 296. That's not here yet. Mm -hmm. So, um, oh, this is not a bad question, actually, because this is involving one of my favourite cars and a very good car as well. If McCarran weren't so unreliable, would you guys prefer a Pista or a 765? 765 or a Pista, not a 675, 765. 765 or Pista. So I drove the 765 again in Australia when I was visiting to the Lee collection. And I remember thinking, oh my God, this car's incredible. Like this car, is, that's an underrated car. We talk about overrated. That is such an underrated car. It is ballistically BS crazy. Like it's just mad. But I'd have a pista. Me too. Because Ferrari. Because we're Ferrari. Ferrari people. We're Ferrari guys, yeah. And you it doesn't matter how good a McLaren is, because don't forget, mate, up until this <laughs> seven fifty that's just come out, they've always been machine wise, they've always been technically better than the than the Ferrari. Sure. So 
but everyone still buys the Ferrari. There's a reason for that because it's characteristics. Where McLaren are going wrong now, they're now going backwards from all the manufacturers that they used to be in front of, essentially. So they're I falling think, behind. I think it's a problem for them now. This is quite a good question. When are Chinese cars going going to surpass German car sales in England? Yeah, I could see it. Can you see it? Because MG Chinese, in, it, not Asian, Chinese. Right. Where's who makes the MG car? The Chinese. Yeah, because that's know. a good little car. It's that doing so, and I've seen so many in Europe. Other variations. Yeah, of it, so many in Europe. Because um, they're cheap. Actually, yeah. I, actually, I think we're a long way from that. Actually, but I think what we're going to see more and more of is new Chinese brands coming to the UK. Um, Lincoln Co. I think are big in Europe or getting bigger in Europe. Neo, we already talked about. You know, lots of brands like this. As as the EV world pushes forward, yeah. Don't forget the Chinese do quietly own quite a lot of brands already. Do I think they're going to defeat Audi, BMW? No. Okay, yeah. I think we're further away than that than I first claimed. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, this could, this could be answered to both of us, really. What's our main source of income? YouTube. As in, no, I'm a YouTuber. Like, <laughs> I'm a YouTuber. Everything I do is tied to scene through glass. Fair. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I do, I'm not at a point in my life where I'm investing in property or stocks or Bitcoin or like every, every source of income is somehow tied to scene through glass. Like you don't see it all. I do stuff away from the channel, away yeah. from the camera, but it is as a result of or by part from seen through glass. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, mine is the motor dealership, but I do have other sources of incomes as well. I have yeah. Other businesses as well. Uh, They're all very boring. A lot of them are what's called um, crap. No, I was going to do it. <laughs> uh, you can say getting, getting in, sell it out. What's it called? What's it called? <laughs> you know getting I mean? in and getting out. No, but you know, I was basically going to allude that you were part of the mafia, but yeah, <laughs> which I was. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. wouldn't be sitting here. I'm clearly too tired. Um, Go on, find a juicy one. I'm trying to find throw, a juicy throw one. Throw a juicy one. All, that, you're right. All of them are literally just like gagging for YouTube. Ga- gagging, gagging for gossip all the while on this here. Is, wow, I'm desperate to think of a YouTube gossip to give there you. really like, I just isn't. give like a really juicy story but I just don't like I think of a YouTuber crashing or getting kicked off maybe there was something of someone getting kicked off an event or upsetting a brand oh I saw something like that actually just a minute ago um, what's the what's the worst um, manufacturer event you've been to well yeah but we did the press launch didn't we oh it's the same thing isn't same it? thing yeah. I think Okay, well, here's a bit of goss. I won't name who it is, but so, uh, one of the YouTubers, I'll say UK YouTuber. <laughs> He's going to really... Um, uh, do I even know this? I think so. Um, at the early days of us getting invited to manufacturer press launches, uh, embargoes, which are <laughs> essentially very loose contracts, saying that you won't post any content until a certain date. And the whole point of it is to allow all the media that arrive, or sorry, cover the car across a three, four-week period, well, to, yeah, not lose competitive advantage over someone else. So the Pura Sangwe, I think the event was over six weeks, Mm -hmm. something like that, or Mm -hmm. eight weeks Mm -hmm. that they were inviting media. So if you went in January, the media who were coming at mid-Feb or end of Feb they'd be putting their pieces out six weeks later if there wasn't an embargo. So yeah, that's yeah. why embargoes exist. But it doesn't really work on social media. Um, and this YouTuber would break the embargo by uploading content that was a loophole. So the, the embargo would say no driving impressions of the vehicle. So you couldn't say how the vehicle drove. And therefore, this YouTuber created content with the vehicle and titled the video and thumbnailed the video with this new vehicle, but never spoke about how it drove and uploaded the content a week, two weeks, three weeks before the embargo lifted and did it a couple of times. Go over it. Not really. No. <laughs> but now embargoes are so, so strict. Are they? Yeah. Off the back of that YouTuber. Fair. So a bit, bit of dirty play, but... I also kind of applaud it. Yeah. I'm a bit like genius. Finding a way. Like Adrian Newey, you found a loophole in the rules. Yeah, yeah. Go you. So that's the thing, that's the problem with, again, everyone wanting the goss, 
whilst there might be some things that you're like, oh, no way. I'm like, brilliant. Like, do you know what I mean? If there's ever things that might seem out of sort, out of, a bit like people were asking earlier, isn't it disingenuous when people don't own the cars they pretend to own? Yeah. Like, no, it's, it's, it's brilliant. I wish I found someone. Tony, do you want to buy me a pista? And just no. not tell anyone, I'll just pretend it's my pista. No, because I'll, I'll keep it for myself, thanks. I also screwed myself over <laughs> because if I suddenly unveiled a Ferrari Enzo or a Bugatti Veyron on the channel, people are going to go, Oh, you didn't buy that. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I've yeah, screwed yeah. myself yeah, over. Yeah, I needed to, from day one, I needed to- Give it the big one. Give it the big one. But yeah. that wasn't my brand. Yeah. So. This is more of a social um, question. Favourite alcoholic beverage? Oh, it's a good timed question because I'm heading straight to the bar after this. <laughs> I'm going for dinner, aren't we? Yeah, so we're saying, oh, we don't usually drink. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're going to be legless in an I'm hour. Away, I'm away from the baby. <laughs> Give me the Jaeger bombs. Um, Jaeger bombs? <laughs> oh my God. I, I would say Aperol Spritz. Fair. I would say that's, that's my easy go-to win. But I've become more accustomed to beer in the last year or so. Beer? I've never drunk beer in my life till, till lockdown. Yeah. So if we're talking about the summer, mm -hmm. it's gin and tonic for me. All right. Uh, or red wine. Okay. Love red wine. I'll have anything with, a, with an umbrella in it. <laughs> when I go out with Vicky, they'll bring the drinks and they always hand me Vicky's drink and hand my drink to Vicky because usually she'll get a beer. A, will or, she? Yeah, she might get a beer like, or at least a glass of wine or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'll always have like the Appletini. And that's for the woman. Well, no, in the, general. the sex on the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, well, that's, it's the stereotype. Hey, and I'm here standing up against, <laughs> I can have a lady's drink. The last glass question before I've, and the phone back over. Worst city you've ever visited? So controversial because we have a very international audience. And you're a very well-travelled man. That You've been to many, many places around the world. I've already mentioned Jackson, Mississippi, and we upset the six listeners from Jackson, Mississippi that we have. We? Yep. This is the problem. We have an unbelievably international audience. And when I think I'm just going to say something, no one's going to ever hear from Jackson, Mississippi. I got like five emails of people really upset that I'd slagged off Jackson, Mississippi. But it is a dump. Um, <laughs> so that's up there. Uh, I, I, I can think of two. Go on. As well. Go straight. Paris. Yep. Is a full-on dump, as far as I'm concerned. And I really, really do not like Rome. Wow. Two of Europe's biggest cities there just crushing I, them. I, I cannot deal with Rome. I haven't bonded with Rome. I wouldn't call it the worst. I haven't bonded with it. Paris, I sort of, I'm 50-50 on Paris. Parts of it I love, parts of it. Every time I go to Paris, someone drives into my car. <laughs> like every, so that's the part I don't like. Um, uh, Serbia. Really? Not a city, it's country, but just putting it in there. Wasn't a big fan. Okay. Sorry, sorry, Serbian listeners. I actually think we're number one in Serbia. Oh, <laughs> I think we? we're the number one automated podcast in Serbia. We're not anymore. But here's why, before you attack me, Serbians. I drove through during Drive the World. We had six police checks, all of them trying to scam us for money, lying about average speed cameras, radar guys, cruise control. Were they? Yeah. So at the border, like we just constantly stopped by police trying to find us. Wow. Um, and I was lucky to have a Bulgarian wife who just said, Leave us alone. Um, Did she? Yeah. And then when we got to, I guess we must have driven through, it's Belgrade, isn't it? The capital of Serbia. No idea, mate. I've never been there. God, I hope I haven't got that wrong. But, um... she speaks Serbian, your word. No, but it's close enough. Right. It's not too... They understand. Not, yeah, not horrifically dissimilar. Um, oh my God, we were in the worst traffic jam with just crazy drivers and people... Like, it just wasn't a, f a welcoming vibe. Right. And the roads weren't good. And then we stopped at a petrol station and the food, like... I just had a bad experience. I'm not saying it's the worst. I just had a bad experience. Okay. We're going to go into the handful of the last few questions because we're approaching the end of this episode. Um, Zach Donaghy. Donaghy. It must be Donaghy. Uh, I'm not going to say the swear word that you've written, but what is big, finished, unretired money to you, Tony? Like, like at what point would you go... Um, I've I've got money. <laughs> I've never really thought about it because, without sounding rude, 
I just have what I want. But a hundred million probably comes to mind. I'd say. If you had a hundred million in the bank. Yeah. yeah. Well, if I, even if I was worth a hundred million. I mean, it's fairly cool if you're worth a hundred million, isn't it? I, I mean, it's a good start. I agree. <laughs> What's yours? Yeah, a hundred mil. Yeah. A hundred mil. I mean, that's like... I don't think I'm ever going to get to that, by the way. No, but, but that's like big dick money. It's big money, yeah. Uh, it's a tenth of a billionaire. I'm going to try and rattle through some rapid fire here. So if I throw them at you, rapid fire them back at me, please. Okay, boy. So, uh, William Shell, which video on your channel are you most unhappy with, Sam? Uh, there's All of few- them. Yeah. <laughs> He's a perfectionist. I, in my, uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> I mentioned it in the Morocco video with the Ferrari. I went to Morocco with Nissan to drive a Duke rally car. Loved the experience. No one watched it. I was very unhappy. Um, Kush P... What do you hate and like most about each other? Let's forget the like and talk about hate. What do you hate most about me? Go on, I, I'm not, I'm not, I got thick skin. No, I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't. What do you dislike most? What's the most, what, what's my most annoying habit? Your most annoying, annoying habit is, is that he can't, he cannot do more than one thing at once. If he's emailing or messaging, or if he's doing something, he will not answer you until he's finished what he's doing. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's um, the most annoying thing. You've actually, you're actually really easy to get on with, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and same with you, but you're yeah. stubborn. Yeah, I'm you're, very stubborn. You're stubborn. Umuru 10, please start a series where you and Tony review cars together. We've spoken about this. We're quite keen to try and make yeah. it happen, but it's timing. Like people, yeah, yeah, you forget yeah. Tony is a business owner. Um, so And so are you. Well, yes, but my <laughs> business is reviewing cars. So. Yeah. Um, uh, cars focus, you and Tony opinion about trading auctions cars after fixing and detailing them. That's an episode. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rahan from the YouTube crew, who is the most annoying on a road trip and why? Uh, you haven't done too many trips with the other YouTubers, have no, you? No, I haven't, no. Who's the most annoying? I think... Maybe Archie. <laughs> I've been away with Archie before. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's good fun for a couple of days and then he does your editing. Well, I tell you why I find him annoying. I actually, I would spend a month around Archie. I find him hilarious. I find him annoying because he's a racing driver and he just, he just drives like crap on the he, road. He, he is the worst driver yeah. on the road. And mate. I'm like, mate, come on. Yeah. You're a racing driver. Let's yeah. crack on. He's not interested. That's why I find it annoying. I don't find him annoying. I yeah. just find his driving on the road annoying. Uh, Billy Davidson, have you ever fallen out with a manufacturer or press office? Yes, I was blacklisted by Alfa Romeo for a while. Was you? Yeah. They they got very upset. Um, oh, they got very upset. Yeah. I bought a Julia Quadrifoglio and it broke down a mile from the factory and I vlogged it all. And I vlogged being having to push the car off the road and stuff like that and I put the video out. And they tried to get me to remove the video and blacklisted me. Wow. Stop talking forever. Have you ever fallen out with a dealer? Like a like a, a franchise dealer or anything? Or? Yeah, probably. I mean, I can't really think, but yeah, I probably have. Pettit, Josh. Josh Pettit. Does Sam get more or less posh when he's drunk? He gets louder. Uh, and then let's end it on a positive because it's been a... It's been a a bit of a grotty, controversial... It's like EastEnders, this Yeah, we, you know, it's not kind of the questions I wanted, but we've had fun. Chris Morris, one thing you admire most about each other? I'm going to leave it on a nice positive. And what do I admire about you? You're a workaholic, and you have very good values as a man. That's very nice to hear. Yeah. Uh, there's many things I admire about you, but I think loyalty and integrity even if maybe sometimes you're very integ your integrity's <laughs> stubborn stubborn integrity um, but no you're a very you're a very loyal person yeah yeah I'll stand by life. yeah 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 that's true well there we go we somehow survived the dodgy q a um hopefully it's been interesting for you as i say always oh, i said at the beginning i'm not entirely sure when this episode's gone out but hopefully you've enjoyed it no matter what whenever it has gone out um we will be back with you for a more regular episode next week uh in the meantime if you want to follow tony he's at tony gravel with car sales on most social media platforms 
I'm at Seen Through Glass on most social media platforms. And subscribe now if you're watching on YouTube. Turn on notifications. You can check out our live streams or additional content over on Recast. Or leave us a review if you're listening to us on a Spotify, review. Apple Podcasts. We love a review. Hopefully it's five stars. Uh, anyway, we'll catch up with you very soon. Bye-bye. See ya. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 